What did she say? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Jeff was trying to sabotage us. He is a saboteur. Oh my God. He was trying to do his voice. He started playing Red Dead Redemption and he was trying to do his like, oh, like Yokel. What what did you say once? Slack jawed Yokel. Slack jawed Yokel. Wait. <laughs> I need to finish the Duggar documentary. Speaking of Yokels, wait. Will you have okay, really, Jeff really quick do his Laurie Metcalf from Scream? <laughs> will you do Laurie Metcalf from Scream for the listeners? And then we will start this episode. For the listeners? Yeah, this we're is... recording. Hurry up and do it oh, or God. don't. Is that a sly, disparaging remark about my son? About my dude? <laughs> Hannah's crying. <laughs> Not wise to patronize someone with a gun, Sydney. Why don't you just ask your mother? You don't know what it is to be a mother. And teach him, guide him, <laughs> and abandon him. And that's weeping. And then, um, wait, the last one is uh, Debbie Song doesn't exist. <laughs> Mickey, my God, but <laughs> blame the movies thing. Did you buy that for one second? Did you? <laughs> wow. He it's also funny because guns. even though yeah. Jeff isn't in the frame, I know what his face is doing when he yeah. does the voice. And that makes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We love you. Thank you for being here. Um, one day I'm going to come Goodbye. on the podcast and talk <laughs> pop culture. He wants to come on the pod. Oh my Ooh, God. Yeah. I'll have yeah. Jake come on too, but I'll, I'll ask him to, to be mindful of his glottal fry. I was just going to say, can you keep the fry at bay? I don't know. I don't know that I can't. He goes, <laughs> we are recording. Goodbye. Recording. Love you. <laughs> thank you for recording. Thank, and thank oh you for recording. God. And thank you for recording. He's a monster. What's okay. Jeff's sign again? He's... <laughs> He's he's an Aquarius, which I think kind yeah. of tracks. It does because he's like very air signy in that he's yes. like in his own little world and like hard yes. to pin down. And also his ADD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shade. I wonder what yeah. the Aquarius to ADD like ratio is. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I think he also uh, well, I, I forgot. Or he doesn't know when he was born, so I can't do a full like chart reading on him. And I, I, like, I want to know like how much fire sign he has in his chart. You know, but you know he is Sag. I feel like he's a Sag. Oh, like that would make a lot he, of sense. I think he's a Sag, and then like maybe like a cat or a Cancer. I mean, he's kind of on the cusp for Capricorn Aquarius, which also makes sense because it's very conflicted. <laughs> Yeah, the Capricorn really comes through when he like decides he's going to do something and then he just like does it's, it. He's like, I want to be a photographer. And then right. it's like, okay, now I have all I the supplies. I want to paint myself green. Yeah. Like, wait, he doesn't have us anything. What? I have a confession to make. What is it? It's that I know I'm going to tell the listeners in the pod because I feel like the intersection of Disney and Gossip Girl is not too strong. Mm -hmm. That was probably an overgeneralization. But. I told friend of the pod, Emma, this yesterday 
she was the first person. I floated this idea to you, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then I confirmed it with her because she is my little mermaid queen. Mm-hmm. For Halloween, <gasps> I am going to be Ursula. <gasps> I hope you do your makeup better than they did Melissa McCarthy's in the movie. I mean, for the Babe, love of Pete. I'm going to have someone do my makeup. I will be purple. I'm going to be fully purple in leather in Lake Michigan in a white wig that stands up. And I'm going to come out of the ocean like she does when she transforms from Vanessa into Ursula and is really scary. Whoa, I can't wait. So I'm really excited about that. And yeah, I know it's June, but you know what? I'm just over here. I have a plan. It takes a lot of planning and prep. Yeah, And I'm waiting for September 1st when I can say it's officially fall and I can get back to my old antics, okay? Totally. That's like your truest self. It's true. I can't believe it is almost July. That's what the fuck. And I don't feel like I've summered. Like it doesn't, I haven't like, like to summer. Like I haven't done that. Right. Right. Yeah. I feel like it's, I just don't know what, like, I I don't know what's happened (laughs) in LA. It's just one cold cloudy day after another. And I'm like, yeah, we can cut it out. But the thing about our summer is it goes into like the end of October, which is like kind of annoying because I'm like, oh, true. It's cozy yeah. season. And I don't like once it's yeah, September, like I want to chill in the air. I want yes. the golding of the leaves, as they say in Thumbelina. Yes. Thumbelina. Yes. I drunkenly came home last night and put on Anastasia. Oh, and the best I, decision you could make. Yeah. And ate Papa John's. And I don't know, like what. um. I don't know what I was wow, thinking. Papa John's core memory. Sorry. It just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I took, took the garlic to butter and I just uh, I scooped it. <gasps> so good, Tyler. Oh my god, Tyler's what? like throwing up. Um, by the way, hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of You Know You Love Us. I'm <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> I'm Tyler. Sorry. Welcome. Welcome. Um, I came home and watched Anastasia, and I literally was like, okay, the finale music in Anastasia Forget. when they're on the boat. It's like, oh. And they like they like circle each other and then he picks her oh, up and they it's everything. I was like, what if I got married to that? And I'm Why like, not? I don't. But, but I'm also like, people are gonna be like, what the fuck is this like Russian like music? Like, what no. is this? Listen, first of all, they have no taste. They don't know Anastasia. No taste. Come on. I'm, but I'm like, I would get married to a Don Bluth movie song. I got married to Disney songs. You know what? So it's on brand. It is on brand. And I'm like, but the two people who know that it's from Anastasia would be like, oh, that's sweet that Hannah got married to a song from Anastasia. And then everyone else would be like, freak. What is this? What are you supposed to get married to? Damn Ed Sheeran. Okay. Seriously. I. You know what song is banished from my wedding? This will be an everlasting love because of the mm. eHarmony commercial. He ruined oh. it. That creepy cult leader man who runs eHarmony. Oh, I don't trust him. Yeah. And I don't want I don't want any eHarmony energy near my wedding. I understand that. Yeah. Fair. That's a shame because that's very be. Nancy Myers. I know. I know. Um you were talking about Anastasia. Oh, I mean, pff, come on. Like every bit, I mean, talk about I want songs. It is just, it's really fire, that musical. Her gold dress, I wanted to cosplay as her for a long time. Oh, I literally was watching the movie last night being like, she's so freaking cute. And Meg Ryan, like doing her voice. Perfect. Perfect casting. And and Liz Calloway, like, 
Come on. Yes. Uh, come on. Uh, come on. Come on. Come on. Liz Calloway also did the voice, the singing voice for Odette and the Swan Princess. Yeah. I mean, she's she stays booked and busy. Sorry. One more thing before we get into this episode. So I rewatched the Swan Princess recently, as everyone who follows me on Instagram knows. Yes. And mm-hmm. I like loved Odette as a kid. Like I really wanted to be her. Sure. And I still think she's yeah. like stunning. I love Odette. And I stunning. did this like thing where I looked up everyone in the cast and the woman who did Odette's voice passed away like very young from cancer and when I tell you I'm not kidding I cried like I was really upset like I was really really upset and I guess that's not like there's no there's no punchline to that it's just fucking sad when you have these movies that like make you into who you are and then you're like I wonder what they're doing now and they're no longer with us like there's just nothing more devastating I literally think about Alan Rickman all the time yeah it's, it's sad. So sad. Or Chadwick Boseman. I mean, it's just like fucking a man. So unfair. Like so unfair. So unfair. really unfair. Makes me mad. Anyways, listen. Hey, we got to bring some sadness every once in a while. Yeah, I brought down the mood. Sorry, guys. No, Sorry, no. It's no. Seriously, I told you off the mic. I was like, life has been mid recently. I find it's not giving what so, I want it to give. I want summer insane. to be fun and fancy free titties in the wind okay and it's not it's, it's, it's not yeah. feeling that way no it's feeling stressed and pressed it's feeling stressed and pressed it's feeling yeah. broke as a joke it's feeling <laughs> i'm lonely and sad Same. and i just uh, want friends i just want to come stay with you i really need more girlies out here it sounds like we need to go to Disneyland. You know what could cure all your issues? It's like in Zoolander, like orange mocha yes. frappuccinos. Jitterbug. Yes. <laughs> Should we get into this episode? Let's do it. The Debarded. We're getting closer and closer to Inglorious Bastards. Ooh. Getting closer and closer to some of the best apps, I think. Because this, this season gets dark, and I do like that. I love like, to see. We love to see. Uh, I mean, I was a departed girly, I guess. I think I watched it because, you know, dudes watched it. Yes. And I was still in my brain that I needed to care about what men did, you know? Yes. It was definitely a movie that was like, I watched it to use as a talking point with like hot yes. guys in my grade. Water cooler. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Be yeah. like, oh my God, I love, uh, what's that? Dropkick Murphys. Shipping yeah, up oh. to Boston. Whoa. Oh yeah. When they were like, Say so kiss me, I'm shit face. Yeah, it's like flogging Oh my god, it's like it really like it like sends a chill up my spine because I just picture like River North on St. Patrick's Day and all the like finance bros who like are like shipping up to Boston. I'm like, none of you are from Boston. Literally, none of you are from Boston. None of you are Irish. Like, take a seat. One time when I was single in Chicago, I went on a date with this guy that was so like, oh, my God, Chicago guy that anytime I would say something that he thought was like kind of out there, which like it was he thought a lot of what I said was out there. He would go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sounds like Jeff's father. Literally. And I don't know. like. Oh, my God. What if I started doing that? That Oh, my God. God. (laughs) Spoiler alert. I hooked up with this man. And I, to this day, like, don't know why. Because, like, I was so Uh icked out by the way he went, oh, my God. (laughs) There's always that one that you go, fucking, why did I do that? Oh, for me, there's, like, 50. (laughs) I was going to say 
I'm like, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Oh, Um, and we open on the song that's like, (laughs) honestly, not not Tom Bluth adjacent, um, which is like, dream little girl. And I'm like, what is this like (laughs) fucking music box song? And there's a car driving on a winding, (laughs) rainy road. This is very film noir. This episode, Um, Mm -hmm. and Serena and Tripp are fighting, and she she is in this hideous, which that is a word I. Use not once but thrice in my notes about this episode about beanies that <laughs> the Serena saggy was beanies the ball the sack beanie ball sack beans yeah mm-hmm. I can happily say that I was not a victim of that I was more of a victim of the beanie that little Jay wears later in the episode mm-hmm. um, which I like to fancy was like a little less <laughs> egregious but probably not it, that was like a like a link from Zelda beanie later I was on. giving Link yeah. I was giving Link you're giving Link <laughs> yes um and he's like <laughs> Aaron Tveit's like. I love you. And she's basically not being optimistic about it. And then there's a pack of wolves, question mark, on the road, question mark. And they swerve to avoid it. (gasps) 12 hours earlier, Blair brings Chuck breakfast in bed because he hasn't been sleeping well. And Chuck is trying to act like it's a normal day. Mm -hmm. He has meetings. But Blair is like, I know today is important to you. So she canceled her day to be there for him. Mm -hmm. And she insists on coming with him to work because it's Bart's anniversary. I love Blair. I know. She's so sweet. This episode did make me cry. It was emotional. Her and Chuck had some really sweet moments together. They're just great together. They are. They're so great together. Uh, Lily is digging furiously through the coat closet. And Fufus is like, what are you doing? Are you cleaning out the coat closet again? I thought you did that yesterday and the day before. And Lily's like, Vanya organized a clothing drive. Coats for Kiev. And Fufa says, like, okay, none of this makes any sense. And then she goes off about Serena being with Trip and asks Fufus to represent them at the co-op meeting today. And Fufus is like, yeah, if it'll help you out, I'm free. And she's like, I had a feeling you might say that. Which honestly was really fucking rude and, like, was implying that he was not, he doesn't do anything. Like, yeah. That was a dick. Yeah, anyway. like, shut up, Lily. Trip and S. like, are- what do you want him to do? Get a job? You're a yeah. fucking billionaire. Literally, like, why Why would he? Why would he? Why would he? I do miss the art gallery days. I do, too. Yeah, Fufus is gal. I know. Mm-hmm. Trip yes. and S are lounging at some bougie cottage, and Trip is pumped because Barney Frank asked him to serve on the finance subcommittee, and S is thrilled. She's like, that's so exciting. Hey, maybe this will all blow over. And Trip is like, this has to blow up before it blows over. It's only a matter of time before the pencil goes public. I have to lay low, and I can't hide out here forever. <laughs> and S is like, well, if being together means everything falls apart, then so be it. It'll be hard, but we can do it even if it means starting over and trips like right starting over and S is like hey we'll get through this and trip does not seem convinced Mm-mm. and he's like i'm gonna go into town to get some supplies and S is like oh don't be too long her like baby talk with trip Ew. is insufferable. insufferable the pouting like also ugh. like as someone saying i'm going to get supplies so for I what? Just, in every movie ever. I'm just like, why? What are you going to get? You like, don't need a flashlight. Are you going to get snacks? That's Say snacks. snacks. Yeah. I'm going to go get Say a flashlight food. and I'm some bungee cords. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, you're in like this nice ass cottage. Like you're not camping. Like supplies right. for what? Chuck and B show up at uh, this potential building that he's considering buying. And Blair very questionably says this is a homeless shelter gross and then follows it up by saying like 
hey, you, you know, like, I'm all for making money, but like, you can't do this. Like, where will they live? They're homeless. I love her. She's concerned about gentrification. Truly. And she's like, listen, you should be home or laying some flowers on your father's grave. I know it's the anniversary of Bart's death. And Chuck's like, you know what? Why don't you take the car and we'll meet up later? And B is like, okay, fine. Pretend to be sad. But you, Chuck Bass, are not your father. (gasps) Then we get Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z, a true Mm. banger. Dun, Mm. dun, 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 dun. Um, Lily is pondering her life and her choices. Trip is in a newsboy cap and his outfit can only be described as Yeah, he literally is like giving like the legend of Bagger Vance core. Legend of Bagger Vance core directly (laughs) from the barber catalog. Like, yes. Yes. And he makes a call asking someone to meet him right now. Chuck moodily walks down the street and feels Bart's hand on his shoulder and hears Bart's voice say, you did the right thing, son. Oh, eerie. Uh, Little Jay with her epic long hair. Honestly, it was just like so straight and so great and so long. So Tumblr. Yeah. And was giving, I mean, like who didn't do that? I straightened Mm -hmm. the fuck out of my hair for years of my life. My hair is straight. So there was (laughs) no reason to do that. And she, she shows up in her Zelda beanie and honestly with like no makeup on, she looks so good i know without eye makeup it's so deeply i mean she always looks great like but like just like a wash of french girl makeup fucking stunning so nice and she has the it ysl bag and the minions are impressed and then sawyer shows up and is like with the same bag and little jay's like "Uh, well you can return it and and Sawyer's like, I mean, it was a gift from my mom. Like, my it had its own seat on the plane. She brought it back from Paris. And she's like, well, that's fine. You can carry it across the street. <gasps> and then she turns. Uh, and, and then as Sawyer turns a corner, she runs into Kira and Eric. And they tell her they have to stick with the plan. And she will for sure become the, sure, she will for sure become the new queen. And that they are moving on to phase two of their plan. Oh my God, diabolical. Diabols. At the <laughs> Diabols. Diabols. At the coffee shop, Dan and Nate are chatting about how bummed Dan is that Vanessa's now with Paul Hoffman, aka Pritchard. Pritchard. And Nate's like, You really don't think you can go toe to toe with Paul Hoffman? He's a douche. And he advises Dan to be FFR, be fucking for real and tell Vanessa his feelings or just rebound with someone else. Then Vanessa and her friend Willa show up and invite Dan up to Willa's parents' country house this weekend. And Dan's like, hmm, fly of homework. And they walk away and Nate's like, um, what the fuck, dude? You could box Paul out in the hot tub or get with Willa. Plus, she's a drama major and actresses are crazy. And I was like, LOL, that's funny. So Dan impulsively agrees to go with them to Willa's parents' country house this weekend. And they're meeting at the dorms that night before they leave. And Nate looked really hot when he was sipping his coffee. And he goes, you're welcome. Yeah, he did look hot. He's so hot in the boys. I know. I really wish I had any interest in watching the boys. It's too much for me. It's really intense. Like the violence is like. Yeah, I hear it's extremely gory. It's extremely gory. It's really hard for me to get through. I have not watched all of it, but I did try and watch scenes with him and it Mm -hmm. was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's a little too hardcore for me. It like crosses over like Marvel, like Marvel's that good sweet spot, you know? 
And Fufus shows up at the co-op meeting. And I can't remember the name of the woman who like goes up to him. She's standing. Same. Yeah. Um, and she's like, we've been taking bets on when you would show up. And Fufus is like, oh, did Bart not come to the use? And she's like, not a one. And he's like, oh, no, I think you have the wrong idea. Like, I'm not like a trophy husband. And she's like, says something about, yeah, you know, it seems fine at first until your husband starts banging your yoga teacher. <laughs> Sorry, I think I overshared. And I was like, what's happening here? Whoa. End of scene. Whoa. Then S calls Trip and she's like, you said you were getting groceries. Where are you? You left me here alone. There's no coffee or cable. And I came here to be with you. <laughs> And no! she's literally like, like stomping her little foot. It's fucking ridiculous. It was and so fucking dumb. <laughs> so annoying. And Trip is like, oh, oh I'm uh, with my grandpapa. But he's actually secretly meeting with the pencil who is her outfit is fully like lost in Yonkers. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Like she has like a little glove lit and a little twisted cap. And she's like, <laughs> deep breath, Trip. If we handle this right, you'll be able to keep your career and get the woman of your dreams. And I'll still have my marriage. We both share a dream. We aren't willing to give up on you. See, I was hoping you'd come to your senses. And now you have. And Trip tells her that he cares about his career, but not as much as he cares about Serena. And the pencil's like, well, say, it's my opinion that Serena is a fake. In a couple of years, this will all be a memory. And Trip is like, cool, that's where we disagree. And she's like, I'll approach Serena about the plan, woman to woman, you see. <laughs> Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, who? Literally, literally whomst. Literally whomst. Um, no, was perfect. <laughs> Chuck and Bar- she really is in a different genre. Like she she is is giving, she's like, I I plopped in from the 40s and now I'm ready to do this picture, (laughs) see? And you're like, like, whoa. And Chase Crawford's like, what? He's like, huh? Aaron Tveit's like, am I in a, am I in a play? She got lost on the soundstage. Yeah, literally lost in Yonkers. One might say she's lost in Yonkers. Chuck is sitting there. Bart is talking to him. um, And Bart's like, I like what I saw, or... I like what I saw in you today. Oh, oh, he's talking about the building. He's like, I like what I saw today. You should have signed and moved forward. The building residents are not your concern. Fucking dark. And so dark. Uh, So he's fully encouraged. It's also like right near Christmas. Mm-hmm. fully encouraging him to pull a full Scrooge. Mm-hmm. I did kind of feel like this episode like alluded to that, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chuck's like, I don't need your advice. I've been doing pretty well without you. And Bart's like, the Empire, nice hotel, but I haven't seen anything that proves you have what it takes. If anything, you're a disappointment. You open your heart to Blair and you've become weak. If you're soft, you're soft. And let's face it, you're soft. And then he says, oh, and I love you too. <gasps> what the fuck? Chuck poor isn't like Chuck. full like Hamlet mode, Macbeth yes. mode, like this entire yes. episode. Yeah, poor Chuck. S calls Nate and Nate is concerned for her. And she's like, hey, I'm at the cottage and the heat died. I know you've been here before. So do you know how to restart it? Please tell me there's a microwave or Wi-Fi. I'm bored out of my mind. And Nate recommends the old man in the sea where he's hidden some pot. That's how I took the note. She was like, your pot stash? Yeah. She's like, oh, your pot stash. And he tells, she tells Nate that Trip is with his grandfather. And Nate immediately is like, something ain't right. And he's like, okay, well, um, reach out if you need anything else. And she's like, like a lighter. <laughs> then the pencil shows up and she's like, 
Hello, Serena. Trip and I aren't getting divorced. You see, you can get him in private, but I get him in public. And I was like, you're asking me to be your husband's mistress. And the pencil's like, it's a time honored American tradition. I'm Jackie and you're Marilyn, you see. <laughs> and S is bold. She like refuses to believe that Trip would ever do this to her or greeted this. And Maureen's like, well, what about this? And she reveals a letter <laughs> from her dad, the letter that her dad wrote to Lily. And she's like, your mother's a cheating whore. Knowing Lily, I think we can assume the worst. Oh my God. And Maureen is like, look, I'm blackmailing you with this letter. I'm going to tell Rufus if you don't agree to this arrangement. And I'm like, leave Rufus alone. Yeah, leave Rufus out of this. Fucking Maureen. She's the worst. Evil. Blair finds Chuck and he has had too much to drink. She was supposed to meet him. He was supposed to meet her for lunch. And Chuck's like, I really don't need you to take care of me. And Blair is like, I know how hard it was for you to let me in, but you've changed. And Chuck sees Daddy Bart's ghosty, and he looks at him and looks back and says, I'm buying that building. Blair, I need you out of here. Now. Pause. Pause. Mm -hmm. Now. <laughs> I said, what's happening? Bart is like so pleased uh, with Chuck being an asswipe to Blair. Yeah, no, calling people an asswipe. I think it's. Funny. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, Eric yeah. walks with Jane and Carmen, telling them how Jenny is making things worse than Blair ever did, and with the holidays coming up, like there could be wishless carnage under Jenny's reign. But then Jenny shows up with the same exclusive YSL bag for both of them. And she's like, Holy see, shit. that's why I was so mad at Sawyer, because she ruined the surprise. There's YSL for everyone. And Jane and Carmen are thrilled. And Eric's like, I need to know where the fuck you got the money from. And Jenny's like, come on, ladies, let's go buy matching lipsticks. Oh, terrifying. I smell waffles. Mm -hmm. um, meanwhile, Blair is talking to Lily about what Chuck is doing on the anniversary of Bart's death. And Lily is truly like mom's the word. Like I couldn't tell at first if she forgot or if like she just didn't want to think about, you know, yeah. like maybe a mix of both. She's honestly shook regardless. And she tells Fufus, um, she she hugs him and is like, I don't know what I'd ever do without you. I don't know why she became Southern, but ever. Ever. Then S vents to Nate on the phone and she refuses to believe that Trip is behind this whole arrangement that the pencil proposed. And Nate's like, guess what, Serena? My grandpa is in Bermuda. Trip is guess, lying to you. Guess what, Serena? My grandpa is in Bermuda. Bermuda. He's like, Trip's lying to you. And S is like, uh, I'm sorry, I have to go. And Gigi's like, looks like the love nest may become a hornet's nest. And here comes Nate to stir it up. <gasps> that I like that that voice for Nate was giving like Polly saw. It was giving Hollywood. Hollywood. Polly saw. Oh, my God. Um, my friend and incredible singer Paul Russell has a, a series on TikTok where he sings a song where he's like, Miss Polly Sai, want to go for a ride or something like that. He just sings a song about Miss Polly Sai. And Amazing. I can't see the videos without thinking, Polly Sai. <laughs> Dan arrives at Willa's dorm and she's like, I told Vanessa and Pritchard that we'd be a while. And then she says, 
She's in a fully gold brocade dress and is like, I want your thoughts um, on a performance piece. And he, she turns it on and it's her just moaning. And he's like, oh, you, you're, you're, you're naked. Um, and then she says, shh, shh. And that's the end of the scene. I wish I had the confidence to be like, come in here. I want to show you something. Come in here. I, I know. Honestly, it's just it. me and nude going, oh, oh. <laughs> Like a like a porno that I make of myself and I call it performance art. Isn't that what everyone did in theater school? That's Truly. so true. It's like, do you want to see this performance art piece? And it's like I roll me around naked, rolling underwear. around in paint. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I remember I did that and like or someone in a class who were covered in like tomatoes, like <laughs> smashing. <laughs> oh my god, I did a performance art piece like at my I'm acting dead. apprenticeship where we literally just like all like like did shit with a stick of butter like one person used it as lotion two of us like ate a stick of butter like into each other's faces like it was like we lady in the tram to stick of butter and like it was fucking wild yeah lady and the tramped a stick of butter title of app yeah Um, and they and they all continued to i mean i think everyone that i did that butter thing with is still acting beatrice i wish i could say the same for myself oh my god beatrice Beatrice was just delivered to her crate. She's an mm-hmm. angel. Angel above. Lily shows up mm-hmm. um, and to see Chuck and asks him to come to the cemetery with her. And and Lily says, you know, she's like, Bart mostly wanted to be alone, but we are different and we need each other. Sometimes we need to show people how we feel, even if they aren't here to see it. And then uh, Serena calls Lily, and Esther's like, I'm, I'm sorry, right now I need my mom, and uh, tells her that Maureen has the letter, and she knows that Chip is lying to her. And Lily is like, she's like, I'll tell Fufus everything like I should have done before. And then she asks Chuck to consider what she said. Then... Mm. Trip pulls up to find Serena on her way out with her ball sack beanie. And she's like, get away from me, you liar. I can't even look at you. And Trip begs her to let him drive her back to the city so he can explain. And she's like, I'll get in the car, but I'm not talking. I'm done talking. Then Nate broods in the car on his way to Nassau County. Chuck broods in the car as well, ignoring Blair's calls. S and Trip are bloodied up in the Range Rover after the wolf accident. And Trip stumbles out of the car and sees Serena like hunched over the dash with a gash in her forehead, like totally passed out. He calls Maureen, not 911, dum dum. He's such a little bitch. He's a bitch. And um, then Nate pulls up in the limo and S is on the gurney and she's like, where's Trip? Is he OK? <laughs> he was driving and Trip is nowhere to be found. Nate is absolutely floored. He calls Trip. He's fuming. He's like, Trip, I need to see you right now. You meet me at the hospital or I'm going to the cops. I loved him growling into that phone. Yeah, it was very hot. Very um, hot. I also was like, I don't think. Uh, she Wolf by Shakira was out at this point. Mm-hmm. But how iconic would it have been if after the crash you just hear, Ow, she Wolf, and she's just bleeding, uh, bleeding out, bleeding out of her head. Um, <laughs> uh, Lily comes home to Fufus, who has made bolognese, which sounds perfect. A dream man. 
Um, he made her comfort food because of it being Bart's anniversary. And she tells him that she wants to tell him something serious. And uh, right at that very moment, she gets a call from who knows the hospital, the cops. Oh, Dan star. He stops making out because he gets the same call. And then he goes to tell Blair and then Vanessa joins Blair calls Chuck. He heads there too. And ghosty Bart is like, what are you doing? And Chuck's like, would you just leave me alone? He sounded like Miss Piggy when I did that. The driver's like, right. And and he was like, don't look at me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the hospital, Trip shows up and Nate is having none of it. He grabs him by the lapel and he gives him a piece of his mind. And Trip is like giving Tom Schwartz. He's like, buh, 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 call 911. And Nate is telling the cops the truth. He's like, I'm not covering for you. And the pencil shows up and she's like, the truth is Trip was with me. I've spoken to William. He's backing Trip on this one. And I've prepared a statement saying that Trip was with me all night. And Maureen is ready to throw Serena under the bus publicly and blame the accident on, on Serena's history of drinking drugs and promiscuity. And Nate punches the shit out of Trip and he goes, you stay the hell away from her. And Gigi goes, poor congressman, you've just been vetoed. Iconic. Lily is with Serena and I says, I guess I had to learn the hard way. And Lily says, like mother, like daughter. And she confesses that she still hasn't told Fufus. And then S like turns her head away and is like, I just need to rest now, please. And then Blair comes in and finally gives Blair probably everything she's ever desired, which was her being like, you were right about this one, S. And I'm like, yeah, fucking finally. Or right about this one, B. Yeah, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, Chuck arrives and he starts reliving the day that his dad passed away in that hospital and being in the hospital is really triggering for him. He kind of like slumps against the wall and falls down to the ground and Blair finds him. And this was honestly just like a really simple, beautiful scene amidst Mm -hmm. an episode of like film noir, 1940s craziness. Mm -hmm. Um, And he asks how Serena is. Blair says that she's fine and everyone is here. And Chuck goes through it and is like, my father always said I was weak. And in the moment that mattered most, I was. I've been pushing myself to prove him wrong and pushing you away. And Blair's like, I don't think you ran away because you couldn't handle death. I think you ran away because you can't handle feelings. I mean, you aren't. And and she's like, you aren't like that. You carry people. You're becoming a man in a way that your father never was. Let's (sighs) go say goodbye. And kind of helps them off the ground. And as they're leaving, Chuck flashes back to that again. And it was just like a really, it was a beautiful scene. I know. When he kisses Blair on the head and thanks her. What's up? He wanted to redo one of his Lori Metcalf lines. Oh my God, Jeff, read the room. We've moved on. We were talking about someone who died. Yeah, and that is really great and beautiful. And now this is about someone who kills people. I can't. I can't hear him. Come if he's going to do the just line, do it. He has just to... do it. Make haste. Make haste. Make haste. Okay. Uh, what What did I say? That it was the line that was. This like, is not like, a visual is medium. That, is that is that a is that a is that a uh, is that a snide disparagement disparaging remark <laughs> about my Billy about my Billy? You know, Randy spoke poorly of Billy, and I got a little knife happy. <laughs> And there you have check it. Check your phone. <laughs> okay, bye. You're like, check your phone. I yelled at you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> at the know. hospital. Oh, also, I made a note that has to be shared, which is that Serena's jaw could cut a bagel. 
Oh my god! I mean, it's just a, a dream sharp, jaw, a dream yeah. jawline. At the hospital, Eric is in a fight with the vending machine, and Jenny apologizes at the same time that Eric asks her to stop this. So they admit that they were both scheming, and they call a truce. Then at the apartment, the pencil shows up in a flurry. She's like, "Say, I have a telegram," and it's like, "Having trouble in my marriage? Stop." I hate to see someone else struggling too. Stop. This ended up in my pocket at Thanksgiving. Stop. Just read it. Stop. She leaves Rufus. He has the letter. Oh my God. I'm deceased. I'm deceased. (laughs) Not a tell. Stop. (laughs) I'm telling you. Hee haw and Merry Christmas. Stop. Stop. (laughs) Oh, I love it's a wonderful life. I know me too. It made Jeff cry so much the first time we watched it. He was like, I don't know that I can watch this again. I know the end really gets you. I mean, you watch two hours for the end. Hello, Hello, street lamb. Hello, old post office in Maine. Hello. I mean, come on. Merry Christmas. You're a wonderful building alone. Oh, God. I mean, so sweet. Telling you this Gossip Girl would be a great radio play. We need it. Write in. Tell us. We just have to transcribe the scripts. That's it. Yeah. It's but that's easy. hard. Easy. Easy. I bet AI could do it. Oh. oh. Timestamp. Uh, Vanessa's with Dan, and he's like, <sighs> he is he hawing. And he mm-hmm. says, I love you. And she's like, yeah, die. I love you too, bro. And then he's like, oh. And she's like, Dan. You know what? When people are like very emotionally stressed, they say a lot of things I don't mean. Okay, bye. Oh, yeah. He like does not seem stressed or pressed. Mm-mm. Then we get a reprise of Jay Z's Empire State of Mind. Dun, 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 dun. I get my life to this. I song. know every Still time, every time. Day. Banger. Yep. Banger. Jenny, Eric, and Lily arrive back at the penthouse. Banger. Rufus is nowhere to be found, but the letter remains. And cut to he's out late asking the co-op mommy for some advice at a bar. Dan arrives at the loft looking dejected and bummed out. Jenny walks down the hallway kind of looking sneaky. Nate sleeps in the hospital chair while Serena rests and she like wakes up and sees him there. And then Jenny meets up with Airbud and he's like, Hey, you're late. These guys are texting. They're waiting. I was like, aren't you from Belgium? Like, what is this dialect? Yeah. And Jenny's like, sorry, it was a hectic night. Do you have it on you? Can I hold it? And he hands her like a little envelope of drugs. And he goes, oh, Queen B likes a thrill. She wants to do this job alone. The drug deal is how she got the bags for the girls. And he goes, stick with me, Jenny Humphrey, and you'll have enough cash to underwrite your entire kingdom. I love that he's like Rizzo the rat. Yeah. <laughs> Stick with me, Jenny Humphrey. Humphrey. (laughs) Stick with me, Jenny Humphrey. Chuck shows up at his father's gravesite with yellow roses, his mother's favorites. And he sees this woman standing there. This is 1940s noir. (laughs) Standing there in a head kerchief, like a very beautiful silk scarf tied around her head um, and like like a trench coat. And she's standing there crying. And he says, Lily? And she turns. And she goes, Charles? And it's this like beautiful old movie star looking actor. And then she flees and she has left him yellow roses as well. And a locket with initials and Bart's picture in it. Oh, no. So like, are we to believe that Chuck's mom was alive this whole time? Yep. She's like, Charles? Oh, Yes. She was giving hee haw and Merry Christmas. <laughs> she was giving Charles. Oh no! Oh, help me! Oh. 
Do you remember the part in Snow White when she's like afraid of like the logs oh. that look like gators? And she goes, <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite part. She goes, and scream it's iconic i'm like literally me when i have to do anything um that's how i felt when covid was like very nigh yes. and you would have to like see people and some people weren't masking and some people were and i'd be like Wah! literally at every turn just yep. a, a new a new terror a new horror exactly exactly oh well that wow. was fun that was great I feel really what good about treat. this i feel great about this tbh Tyler, where can our amazing listeners follow you? Y'all can follow me. And thank you for bearing with us as my husband, Jeff, interrupted the episode not <laughs> once, but thrice to do impressions. <laughs> he will be back. Um, Y'all can find me at Tyler McMeredith on Instagram or at Tyler McMeredith on the TikToks. Hannah, where can our amazing listeners find you? Oh my gosh. Thank you. Um, Y'all can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter, Hannah A. Brown Zero on TikTok. If you're loving the podcast, leave it a rating and a review and send it to your friends and uh, follow the pod on Instagram at You Know You Love Us Pod. Thank you so much. Well, well, we'll see you next time. Next week. <laughs> you know you. Excellent. 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 Excellent.